Blog Talk Radio. You're listening to The Keys 107 on Blog Talk Radio. I'm your host tonight. Sit back and get ready. We got a hot show for you. Wow. As we continue to celebrate Black Music Month here on the Keys 107, I am Rafika, your host. My co-host, Brother James, is in the house. And as you know, I always say, when Brother James is in the house, expect something wonderful to happen. Well, something wonderful is going to happen tonight. And I'm going to dedicate this whole show to Brother James, because Brother James just loves this kind of music, and so do I, but it's a special treat for him tonight. He's been singing in the office all day today. Well, we have Mr. Billy Brown, lead singer and original member of the historic, legendary group Ray Goodman and Brown. Some of you may know them as The Moments, but if you know them as The Moments, I know something about you. (laughs) They brought us such extraordinary hit songs as Love on a Two-Way Street, If I Didn't Care, um, That's How It Feels, Lucky Me, Oh, My uh, Sexy Mama, um, Special Lady, Look at Me, I'm in Love. And we have a special treat for those who remember when that song came out in French. And Billy Brown's going to take some time to talk to us about how that came about. And we also have calling in another member of the uh, group, Ray Goodman and Brown, who has been with them for over 25 years of the group's 45-year legacy, Mr. Kevin Owens, who has also been on the road um, singing with Luther Vandross um, back when... Luther Vandross was here with us. So we have Billy Brown here, and we have Kevin Owens here. You sit back, get ready. I'm going to set the tone. Love on a Two-Way Street is coming up. And, oh, before I forget, we're closing our show today with a very, very, very unique um, treat. (laughs) We are going to play back-to-back Ray Goodman and Brown songs. So you kick back. You don't need your notepad today. All you need to do is sing. Love on a two-way street's up next. Oh, my. Oh, 
Well, that song, that song certainly does bring back some memories, and I just can't think of anybody who does it better than Ray Goodman and Brown, also known as The Moments. And we have the pleasure of bringing Billy Brown's mic live. Billy Brown, welcome to the Keys 107. Well, thank you, Rafika. I'm glad to be here on on, on Keys, if you... <laughs> well, you know, um, I just would like for you to share with our listening audience um, what you are going to do today because it's so significant to why we're here and what we're going to be talking about. Okay, well, today um, uh, Al Goodman's wife and I, uh, Henrietta Goodman, uh, there, there's, an, there's a, um, an event over in, uh, in Patterson, New Jersey. Um, and it's, um, well, it's... They've given money for the uh, for the arts, and they started a they started uh, started it. Uh, this is their this is their initial uh, initial show, and uh, they're going to honor Al today, give him a plaque and everything. So uh, Al's wife asked me would I attend it with her. So I told her, of course I would, you know. So you know, that's what it's that's what it's uh, that's what it's all about today, you know. I'm all now, I'm all I'm all dressed up. It looks like I'm going to a dance or something. <laughs> something yeah. Yeah. I started to ask you what you have on, but we'll hold that for later. Oh, I got on I got on well actually I got a, it's a it's a three piece suit, it's a summer suit, like it's beige with look with thin brown checks and um No, uh, really I'm just playing the, with you. Yeah. Well <laughs> You know why? You want to know, you know why? I'll tell you. I, I thought I thought that was very significant because one of the things that um, the group was known for, and I guess even um, known to this day too, is are those outfits that you used to wear. You know that is the truth. You know, and uh, um, we were considered uh, one of the best, if not the best, dress group uh, in our era. Um, and uh we still we still hold to that you know <laughs> um when we when we uh when we go on stage we we give a uh, you know we this little eye candy you know our clothes are our clothes are, are tailored and that kind of thing we don't very seldom do we buy anything off the rack um and uh the young man that stepped up to take Al goodman's place uh, Larry Winfrey. Uh, he designs um, most of the most of the uh, clothes that we wear today, and everybody is always asking, "Where do you guys get that stuff from?" You know. Yes. I say, well, you know, and it's still uh, it's it's well, it's still our trend, so to speak. Yeah. I I can remember um, times when the group was on television, and I'm thinking about, and as far as my memory goes back, because um, you know I'm still a baby. But um, as far are. as my <laughs> as far as my memory goes back, when you performed okay. on Soul Train, I remember going outside and and you know it was like, did you see what they had on? <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah, yeah. We and you know and believe it, uh, believe it or not, we still get that today. We still you get know, that today. You know. 
Billy, one of the things I was thinking about today when uh, we spoke earlier and you told me that you had to go to this um, honor, honorary celebration for our goodness, uh-huh. I was I was wondering for you and for Kevin Owens and right. I guess even the families, is it more difficult for you to handle the passing of Harry Ray and Al Goodman because you're constantly being asked to um, – show up, you know, and receive awards mm-hmm. for them and even be yeah. on stage and, and sing those songs that you've got a 45-year history of doing mm-hmm. with, with your brothers. Right. Well, it is. It's, it, I think it's it's harder for me because, I, you know, because of all the the, uh, the years that we spent together. And we were together, we were together uh, especially Al and myself, we were together more 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 than I was with my my our wives or you know uh our children you know everything you know uh we and and you know my immediate family i was with uh, i was with al more so than uh more more than i was with my own family you know mm. and uh, it it is it's 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 rough you know i, I sometimes i got pictures in the house you know and i look at them sometimes i just start crying you know because yeah you think that it's not supposed to be this way, but you know we don't know God's plan. Our, you know, our plan. You know, God is uh, well. God has planned our life uh, from the womb to the tomb. Is what I always say, and uh-huh. we don't know. We always say these things aren't supposed to happen, but God's in control. It's so it was it's supposed to happen this way. You know, we might not want it, we might not like it, but it's not up to us. You know, of course, you 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 uh, you mourn, and you continually mourn because my, I lost my, my I lost my mother in '96, my father in '97, and I and I'm still mourning that. I lost my wife in 2004, you know, and I'm still mourning that. When I go to the cemetery, I still cry. Mm. Because you know, I still cry because it's just so hard to get to get used to. You know? That's right. You never get used to it, but you learn to live with it. That's right. Yeah, yeah. I, I understand. Yeah. I understand. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I want to. I want to go back um, to you before uh-huh. you before you became a member of the moments. What What were right. your dreams? Is this what you planned to do? Is this what you wanted to do? You know, singing is always something that's that's been with me all my life because of my father. My father was a minister. I was raised in in church. I was in his choir. I was in the choir when I was four years old. Mm. I um, uh, and singing is something that I have always known. My mother, my mother sang. My father, my father was was a had a great voice. You know, all my I have three brothers and two sisters, and they all sing. But I'm the only one that pursued it as a career. This is something that I that I had always wanted to do. I've always my uh, it was just. Something that was in me, and I, uh, I loved, I loved, uh, loved to sing. My, as a matter of fact, my teacher, I'll never forget, Miss um, Simmons. She was every day. She would let me sit, get in front of the class, and I'd sing every morning. She let me sing song <laughs> to my yeah to my <laughs> to my class every morning. You know, um, and it was just like I said, it was something that um, that you know that that I had always wanted and. You know, it's very seldom that uh, you have a goal, you set a goal for yourself in life, and you achieve that goal, 
You know, I uh, I've been so fortunate. I should say not fortunate, blessed. You know, um, to be doing what I had all what I've always wanted to do. You know, it's a it's a it's a wonderful thing. Of course, uh, like anything else, it's had its peaks and valleys. But by the grace of God, there's been more peaks than valleys. So mm. I'm totally satisfied. <laughs> Mm. Well, yeah. that's good to know. Um, yeah. I, don't, I, I mean, after, you know, when you look back, and, and we mm-hmm. talked about this uh, about a yeah, week yeah. or so ago, when you look mm-hmm. back and you say 45 years, yeah, mm-hmm. that that is just amazing. That's, that's decades. That's generations. Yes, it is. And, you know, uh, to be together, to be uh, out here doing what you love to do, making a living by doing this for 45 years, Uh, you know, not having, you know, we've had so many records, but we haven't haven't recorded a a new single that's been played on the radio or anything. I think it's been now for 15 15 to 18 years. Mm. And and we're still, we're still working. Uh, We still get calls. We, we still headline shows. Uh, we were just at uh, we were just down in Atlantic City um, over the weekend, and uh, it was an outside uh, outdoor event, and we had between five and six thousand people out there. Hmm. So, you know, that just goes to show, uh, you know, that we are still a viable act. You know. Well, you know, I want to tell you something about that uh, that show at Atlantic City last weekend. Uh, my family and I were. <laughs> in Trenton, New Jersey, and right. uh, my husband was having a conversation with a stranger in a parking lot, and uh-huh. the young man was seemed to be in a rush. So, you know, yeah. as they get to talking, the young man says, listen, man, I got to go. I got to coach a, 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 I think he said a baseball team, and then I uh-huh. got to get to the, I got to get to the show tonight. You know, Regerman and Brown is performing. <laughs> oh, really? And oh, I just laughed boy. at myself, and I was like, "But they're coming on the keys on Thursday." Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Oh man, that's, that was nice. That's nice. That's nice. That certainly yeah. is very coincidental yeah. too. Yeah, you know, now, and the thing is, uh, uh, I'm not no, go right ahead. Go right but, ahead. Uh, it's you know, and it's a lot of the uh, now. It seems to be a lot of the younger people are into our are into our music. Uh, more so than it's ever been, you know, like a lot of a lot of uh, kids. I mean, when I, when I call them kids, I have to say kids. You know, I'm talking about 30, 35-year-olds, you know, mm-hmm. uh, 25, you know. Oh, I heard, you know, my mother used to play that. Oh, I love that. I love this song. Y'all going to sing so-and-so, and I'm looking at them and you know that? Yeah, we know. My mother used to play that all the time, you know. That's right. So it's a, you know, it's a, it's really a, it's really something. It, 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 you know, it really. Uh, how can I say it? It, it really makes. Well, it makes you feel. It really makes you feel good to know that uh, uh, your music is still uh, loved by not only uh, the, uh, the people of your of your era, but even the the younger uh, the younger people. Your your those those people that you know their children are liking the same music. You know. So it's wonderful. It's a wonderful thing. Speaking of the uh, fans, I want to ask you, point blank, Mm -hmm. Billy Mm -hmm. Brown, what is the strangest fan reaction you have had? 
Mm-hmm. The strangest. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Boy, the strangest fan reaction. I think while we played a college in uh, upstate New York. I'm trying to think of the name of the college. I can't. It's been so many years ago. And they ripped my pants off. I think that's oh. the strangest reaction I've had. <laughs> they weren't trying to. Hurt, they weren't trying to hurt me. They, I, guess, I guess they wanted to see what was happening. <laughs> oh you my know? goodness! Well, how yeah. did you recover yeah. from that? <laughs> uh, Alan and uh, they managed to get me away from there, and I tried to cover myself, you know, with my hands, and they walked around me and that kind of thing. But hey. Uh, it is what it is, you know. Well, did you have a spare pair of pants? Uh, no, I didn't have, well, my the pants that I wore there, so I had to, whatever I did, I had to sing a nose, you know. <laughs> the jacket was fine, but the pants were all ripped. Oh, yeah. my goodness. Well, I yeah, asked for it, yeah. didn't I? <laughs> Yeah, you did. You I did. did. Okay. You asked for it, and I gave it to you. I got to get the image out of my mind. Tell, tell me, tell me um, one of the most, um, besides that one, um, not mm-hmm. strange, but what was the most memorable? Because you're talking 45 years, the most memorable. Right. The one thing that sticks out in your mind about a performance. I, I think uh, what sticks out is when we were in Jamaica, and we had this song, um, uh, Oh gosh! Uh, well, I'm trying to think of that now. So, what was the name of the, what's the name of the song now? Um, oh gosh, I can't think of the name of the song. But anyway, there was 45 people around the pool at the Wyndham Hotel, and they were we asked them to sing. I remember you is the song. I remember you. Remember you with love. And we asked them to sing, and they sang that, and it was just. On and on, it just sounded like angels, you know. That that's one memory that really, really, really sticks in, in my mind. You know, and these were just people hanging out by the pool. By the pool, we were doing a show there, and they just sang. Everybody sang, and it was just so, so beautiful, just so beautiful, so nice. Uh, you know, it's uh, one of those one of those things I wish I wish we had recorded it. Mm. Just so you could hear all those, all those forty, like forty-five hundred people, and they were all singing. Uh, I remember you, remember you with love. Yeah, and it was, uh, it was just it was wonderful. It was one of those wonderful, one of those uh, cherished moments. You know? Well, I'm, I attended. was, I was right with you um, yeah. at that pool at the Wyndham Hotel in in Jamaica. Oh that, wow! That must have been something. No, I mean I wasn't there to show, but I'm saying as you were speaking. Yeah, yeah. I was yeah. right with you. Oh yeah, all right. I was yeah. too young to go to concerts back then, Billy. Come on now, I got to keep this in mind. I keep this in perspective now. Right, um, I know, I know. You were too young back then. That's right. I was a baby. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, so we're yeah. gonna um, move move into some um, studio. Uh, conversations here. What was okay. it like um recording Love on a Two Way Street? Did you did you have an inkling that that was gonna hit like it did? Do you know what? Uh, what happened was that the song had had been recorded 
by a, a young lady that worked for All Platinum Records at that time, uh, back then, a young lady named uh, Leslie Valentine. Mm-hmm. And um, they said, well, it sold about, well, it sold four copies. You know, if you like it, you know, we can go ahead and, you want to sing it? I said, I like that song. So Joe said, okay, all right. And so we went in and uh, we, we recorded it. Now, we put it on our, the very first album, uh, not on the outside, but inside strong. And we used to get bags of mail saying, why don't you release uh, Love on a Two-Way Street as a single? And so Joe said, Joe, Joe, Joe was saying, oh, man, that ain't, that ain't nothing. That ain't nothing. We said, well, Joe, everybody, we're getting all, look at all this mail we get. He said, ah, oh, man, that's nothing. That ain't nothing, you know. So finally, there used to be a show that used to come on Channel 13 years ago called Soul. If you remember, if you remember that, but you're a little too young, you might not remember that. So that show, <laughs> but, but <laughs> it was a show called Soul with Ellis Haslett, and um, we were doing it this that Monday. And Joe told us before we leave, he said, "You know what? Since y'all like this song so much, do it on the show and and make sure you say this is your brand new single." He said, "Okay." We went and we went out there and we said and I, uh, they said well you want to sing a song uh, another song uh, yeah this is a brand new single love on a two way street and sang that song and the next day orders right from New York came in for thirty five thousand mm. the next day people were people were calling and saying we where can we get this we want this record and that was it that was it that was it and the rest is history mm. so that after after two and a half million copies yeah. Mm. Yeah, yeah, two now, and a half million copies worldwide. Now, Leslie, when she recorded that, was that under Sylvia Robinson's label? Yes, it was. Mm-hmm. It was. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mm-hmm. it was uh, Joe and Sylvia Robinson. It was um, the uh, she was a, as a matter of fact, she was a secretary at that time for the company. Yeah, and uh, Sylvia and uh, Bert Keys uh, wrote the song, and Bert. Bert uh, did the orchestration for the song, and uh, like I said, the rest is uh, the rest is history <laughs> with that one. Yeah. Now yeah. let's let's look at that era of recording uh-huh. and the whole process of of going into the studio and making right. a record. Look, go mm-hmm. back ten years from that point. Go ten years forward, and uh-huh. then look at it now. What trend? Mm-hmm. Have you noticed in how records are made? Well, there's no more vinyl. You know, <laughs> that's uh, you know, there's no more vinyl. There, you know, everything, and I guess what goes around comes around. I guess it'll come back around at one at some one day or another, or uh, some time or another. Um, and uh, we use uh, live instruments. You know, we recorded with, uh, you know, drums and piano, horns, strings, everything. Now, and then, you know, now it's gotten to where everything is uh, computerized. Uh, There's no, I don't think, well, I know for a fact, but you don't get the same feeling. The feeling isn't there. You know, it's not a human being playing those, uh, playing those drums and, 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 or, or playing the guitar. Um, you know, uh, and the horns and all that—they're all—they're all, uh, they're all uh, computerized and all that. 
and it just takes away from the uh, from just takes away the feeling, you know. Not that there's mm-hmm. there is some feeling, and some some some, some records have done very very well, but it still lacks that you know that like like that human touch to mm-hmm. me, you know, personally. Mm-hmm. Um, and you can tell anybody if you've been in you've been in this music business long enough. You can listen to a song and say, "Well, no, that's that's you know, it might sound to a lot of people. It might sound like it's live uh, strings and all that kind of stuff. But it's you've been out here a while. You know when it's uh, um, you know when it's real and when it's when it's live on Memorex. I should say, <laughs> you know. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Now, how yeah. does a, how does an 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 artist? go into a studio, record with computerized instruments, and then go on stage and perform hmm. with a band that's live. How does that translate? Well, if you've got a good band, <laughs> they make it sound even better than it did on the record um, mm. on, or on the, or on the uh, CD, I should say, because, like I said, I keep saying record, but uh, on the CD. Um you, um, uh, I know our band. When we've done some things, we've done some things with uh, uh, com- computerized. We did an album, a uh, uh, album uh, um, called "A Moment with Friends," and on that album, all of that, all of that mixed, practically everything on there was, uh, is, uh, you know, by a computer, you know. Um, but our band, when our band plays those songs, they sound they sound even better, much better than they do on the uh, uh, on the than do on the uh, on the CD. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, it's, it's just a, it's, you know, I think it's a dying it's that it's a di- it's a dying art now. You know, you can get everything now. You can get different drum beats and. All that kind of stuff, you you know, everything, you know, and they're using a lot of things, you know, back when we were when we were recording, um, uh, you had to you had to really sing. You didn't have anything to to uh, uh, bring you up to key and that type thing. If you didn't do it the first time, you went back and you did it again, you know. But now, if you don't, nowadays, if you don't. you don't sing it, you know. If you don't sing it right, oh, don't worry about it. Uh, we can, okay. We gotta, we can bring this up too, and you bring it up, and there it is. You know, and mm. it's right on. You're right on key. You know, not saying that the same thing is going to happen on stage. You know, if you, you know, if you needed a computer to bring it up, what say that on stage you're going to sing it, and that's in the in the key that they brought it up to to bring it up to to uh, uh, sing it right. You know. They can fix so it. a lot of that, a lot of that goes on. You know, um, I don't know if you, I don't know if I should say that you don't, you don't take your craft um, uh, to heart. You know, it's just uh, especially with the, with the companies and stuff. I don't, I don't think so. I don't think they take things to, to heart. It's all about, it's all about now. It's all about the dollar. All mm-hmm. about money. You know, you know, uh, and it's uh, like I said. I'm just uh I'm just uh somewhat disappointed in that, you know. Anybody yeah. that was anybody that's been in this music business for for uh, any length of time, you know, you see the 
the the decline in quality. I would say, you know, you you know you got you doing songs with a with a beatbox and you know and singing to that like that's music. I, and they call it music. Huh. You know, I guess it is. I guess it is. You know, well times change. You know, people like different. You know, different. You know, different things. You know, nothing stays the same. You know. Well, Billy, but, uh, oh. I just. Mm-hmm. Go ahead. I I wanted to talk a little bit about um, "Look at Me, I'm in Love." That was released around was that 1975. Five, yeah. Mm-hmm. And according to "Look at Me, I'm in Love," huh? What do you want to call? Oh, I'm sorry. Stats, uh, <laughs> call me out. Mm-hmm. Okay. According to some some stats, uh, it hit the United States number one R&B, uh-huh. UK number yeah. 42, and pop number 39 mm-hmm. and I, oh, yeah. I was mm-hmm. looking through your stats in your EPK that um, Kevin Owens sent over um, uh-huh. you know you had a lot of songs that was released on the pop chart so and you came oh, out yeah. as an R&B act mm-hmm. and then you sort mm-hmm. of moved into this area called pop yeah oh yeah you know that's where you know it it, it, it doesn't make a difference because you're, we're not in control so to speak um, if you understand what I'm saying, we're not in we're not in control. You know, they I don't care if you're if you're if you're black if you're a black act, you're considered an R and B act. I don't care if you if you go if you go pop. You know, we've had just about oh god, I can't even I can't even remember. There's been so many pop. I think twenty five. We had uh, twenty three, twenty four songs that. That that uh, went pop, you know, from R&B to pop. But we're con- still considered as an R&B act, you know. Um, it's uh, it's really it's the, it, 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 they they categorize you the way that they the, the way that they want to, you know, the way they perceive you. You know, you're a black act, so you you do um, you uh, you're, you're considered a soul a soul act. You know? Mhm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah, yeah. So that's the way that goes. You know, as many as many pop records as we've had, we're still considered an R and B group. So, mm. you know, so that's but that's okay. You know. Yeah. That's okay. I mean, and I like I like I, I like where I am. <laughs> yeah, it's fine for us. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And that that song, uh, "Look at Me, I'm in Love." Tell me about that. Tell me about that session, recording that song, and even performing it live. I mean, it it must do something mm. special. Yeah. Well, I will tell you what happened. We were playing. We were working in Atlantic City. Um. At um. At uh. What was the name of the club? I can't think. I can't think of it right. Right offhand, but we were working at in Atlantic City, and that after the show that night, we went back to the hotel. Harry runs to Al's room. Harry runs to Al's room, and uh, knocks on the door. So Al, so Al thought something was wrong. So he says, um, he said he looked out. He said, "What's the matter, Harry?" He said, "Al, I'm getting married." So Al said, "What?" He said, "Yeah." He said, "I'm getting married." So he said. Right away, Al looked and said, hmm, you get married. Boy, Harry, he, he must really be in love. Look at Harry, man. He's in love. He wrote that song in about 15 minutes. Wow. <laughs> yep, he wrote that song in about, in about 15 minutes. Uh, 
look at me, I'm in love. And when we went in to do it, it was, uh, hey, it was, uh, it was so easy. It was so easy. Yeah. Now, did he get married? Yeah, he did get married. He did yeah, get Harry married. Yeah, Harry did get married. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And that was that was his wedding song. Yeah. And Al had, I think Al had it as his wedding song as well. Take me out of love. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yep. Well, we're gonna we're gonna give our audience a treat, and we're gonna play. I mean, I keep saying the word treat because that's what I'm feeling like. I feel like I have just I just got a whole bag of musical treats that I oh, want to wow. share. So we're gonna play that song, and I want to come back and talk a little bit about uh, how did it happen in French. So hold on. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs>
Well, I don't know about you, but I was singing, and that's why I had to put my mic on mute. I just love uh-huh. that song. Well, so I, thank I, you. I'm I, glad. <laughs> I'm not going to let you hear me sing. Oh, okay. You're gonna, you're gonna let me. You, you're not gonna let me hear you sing. No way. <laughs> what? What? I'm that's sure you can carry a tune, uh, even if it's in a bu- even if it's in a bucket. <laughs> that's very kind of you. Now, tell me about the French version of this song. I've always wondered why did you sing the song in French and why that particular song. Well, uh, at, uh, at All Platinum Records back then, I was, uh, 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 I don't know if you remember Mickey and Sylvia years ago, Love is Strange, mm-hmm. what had, uh, well, uh, his uh, ex-wife, Barbara Baker, was an, an executive at All Platinum Records, and they wanted, uh, <clears throat> uh, she said, well, that's such a beautiful song, why don't we do it in French? So at that time, her her uh, husband at that time uh, was from France, and they sat in. They gave uh, they, they they he came in and gave Harry uh, word for word uh, the 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 French uh, the French uh, pronunciation and all that kind of stuff, and they went in and they went in and did it, you know, and. Uh, I don't know how big it was in France, but uh, a lot of people over here like it. I tell you that. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. You know, yeah, you know, uh, yeah. Billy. It made you feel like you could speak French when you sung that song. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah, sure. I can, yeah, I can speak. I can speak. We, we, we. Said all that. That's all I really know in French. That was about it. We, we. Yeah. Polyvoo Francais and that kind of stuff, you know. But other than that, I don't know anything too much about speaking speaking French. Yeah. Okay, well, yeah. I'm going to let yeah. you get away well, with that one because I know you've okay. got to go. Yes, I, I, yeah, I got to uh, I gotta go. We're going to accept this award for, for Al, his wife and I. And um, But any time, like I said, any time that you want to, have me back, or if you want to call me next week, we set it up for next week, next Thursday. I'll be glad to do it. But you know, we can talk about everything. Well, Billy, you have a home here at the Keys, and anytime you're ready, I know we've got some more stuff to talk about your gospel album. Yeah, but I'm yeah. going to let you go because I know that they're waiting for you. So you okay. go ahead and you come back All to right. the Keys whenever you're ready. Next, okay, let we got. I'm make it a date next Thursday. Can we do it next okay. Thursday? Well, I'm going to check one my co-host. <laughs> I'm going to check my calendar. <laughs> All right, check your calendar. Yes, I and will. And just let me let me know, and because I'll be I'll be glad to come back and do it anytime you you like. Because you and I go that. way back. That, oh, yes. See, now you're going to yes, tell people yes. my age. Stop it! Stop it! <laughs> oh, oh, oh! I'm sorry. Um, we just go back a little ways. I didn't mean way back. I mean a little way. That's right. That's right. Okay. I got that song, so I'm going to play that one as well. <laughs> right. Okay. Billy Brown, All thank right, you Rafika. very much. All right. You're perfectly welcome. And thank and you. We're, we're going to go to a brief commercial break, and when we come back, um, Kevin Owens is here. He's in the okay. queue, and he's ready to um, give us some more gems about the background oh. and the synergy between Ray Goodman and Brown. Okay, great, great. 
You take care. The G on Blog Talk Radio. If you don't have the keys on your Blog Talk Radio, then your Blog Talk Radio isn't really on. Consultants and Services LLC is on the cutting edge of emerging technologies for designing online classes and providing face-to-face and virtual technology training or help with computer programs, web design, and graphic arts. We also provide biography writing services for websites. For more information, give us a call at 631-399-0149. That's 631-399-0149. The Fluffs present the alphabet. Now found in paperback, sporting a five-star rating on Amazon.com. Moon 107, fashions and gifts that bring out the best in you. Moon 107 is an online retail store featuring women's and men's clothing and the gift shop. The woman's shop features stylish tunics, suits, and accessories, and offers the well-dressed woman an outlet to find the perfect gift for self or for someone else. The men's shop offers classy French cut shirts for the well-dressed man. The gift shop offers organic skin, hair, bath accessories, and inspirational music imported from Africa, India, and Asia, as well as jewelry and accessories. The keys unlocking the doors to unlimited possibility. Welcome back to the keys with your Well, we're back. Um, wow. I am so excited. We have Kevin Owens. He's here. His mic is live. I told him don't make any unusual sounds because the listening audience will hear him. Welcome, Kevin. Welcome to the Keys 107 Network. Thank you, Rafika. Thank you. Thank you for having me. I heard that no, interview you. earlier with you and Billy. That was pretty cool. That was well, on thank roll. you. Yeah, I think we were just getting warmed up, too. You know, when you start going back into the archives of your mind and start remembering how things happen, I think it just gives you a whole different appreciation for what you're doing. Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Absolutely. Yes. And um, now I I promised that I was going to play Look at Me, I'm in Love in French. But um, since I saw that you were in the queue, I didn't want to keep you on hold for too long. But I promise I'm going to play that song before this day is over. You know, <laughs> you know what? That's one of my favorite. You know, like when I perform with Raymond Brown, that's that song is one of my favorite performance songs. Look at me, I'm in love. Yes, it really it, has a special place in my heart. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Beautiful now, do do you sing it in French, Kevin? No, you know, I had tried a couple of times, and you know, <laughs> it's like we're not we're not asked to do it enough for me to always do it and memorize it. No, I, I just never really memorized it like that, you know? Just when I had to be on the spot for a couple of verses or something like that. Yeah. 
Well, you know, yeah. for me, um, I remember in school I was taking French, and because um, the moment came out with that song, Look at Me, I'm in Love, um, in French, you know, I really felt like I was saying something, was feeling when I sung that song. <laughs> <laughs> I took French, too, so I should know a little bit more, but... I guess not, you know. <laughs> That's right. To le chouzou or le pret. Okay. <laughs> so oh, now no, you, no, have been, <laughs> you have been with the group for um, 25 years. Um, that's what's documented. But does no, it actually, seem like it was longer? Actually, it's 31 years. I had a feeling. Yeah, I came in 1982. That's hmm. when I entered the group, and um, I was with them all the way, you know, all the way through. And, yeah, so this year will be 31 years, 2013. Oh. Now, what is the first song you recorded with the group? The first time I recorded with the group, well, you know, okay. Well, the first time I actually did an album with them was uh, an album we did called uh, All About Love. And um, and it was on Panoramic Records. It was a label that we were partners with, with some other people. And... Um, and we and we did that's the first album that I recorded with them, um, and that was in 1983 when we recorded that. That's as I was just coming in. I got in fresh in '82, and um, you know uh, we started traveling, doing a lot of shows. So I was kind of acclimated, and um, then we recorded on our own label mm-hmm. around that time. And, and as a matter of fact, on that same label, on it was called Panoramic Records, and we were located in Hackensack. New Jersey on Main Street, and um, <laughs> yeah, and we had a. Uh, as a matter of fact, that's when Harry had left the group then, and okay, and I had come in. Yeah, Harry went solo. He had gone back to platinum, and mm-hmm. um, yeah, and so things wasn't working too, you know, good for him. So that's when he wanted to come back to the group, and he confronted uh, uh, Alan Billy, you know, and and they said, all right, you can come back, but this is Kevin's spot, you know. Um, you know, so at one point it was four of us. Yeah, it was four of us. And so, and on that on that label, we recorded Harry's solo album. We recorded another album on him on Panoramic Records, and that was in 1983. You know, um, as I'm listening to you speak about Harry going off as a slow as a solo artist, I mean, I think we all know the world knows your fans know that that happened because you were there. But um, it just, when you you have a group that has that kind of synergy, you know, you step, he step, you know, it was kind of so in sync. To -hmm. think of one just going off, it just, I don't know. know. And it doesn't seem to really work. No, 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 not really. Not, no, it doesn't, you know, but, um, but them getting back together was great because the timing was, was perfect. I mean, even, you know, like when I was growing up looking at them on album covers, I was like, these guys look like brothers. They all look alike. You know, yes. they, had, they had that synergy. Trust me, I know exactly what you're talking about. I went to see them at their shows, and I was mesmerized. I've always wanted to be one of the, one of the moments, and God just so had it happen. However it happened, that's the way it happened. Um, and, and, yeah, they, and they had a magic about them that I saw. I saw that they rebounded time and time again, and I saw this before I was in the group. I was really watching. I said, these guys got a magic. Every time they hit the stage, no matter what act was on, 
um, prior to them, when they came on, the whole stage went to another level. Mm. I mean, all of that stuff I, 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 I saw. But when they, you know, but, but they did come, come back together, and and it, and it seemed that it had worked out because um, that's when Luther was calling me to go out with him in 1985, and that's when Harry was really, you know, they were starting to bond again, and um, and Alan Billy said, well. Since Luther's calling you and Harry wants to come back, we'll be we'll be fine. But this is still your spot. So whenever mm. you want to come back, you are part. You are partner. I'm not talking about a hired background or nothing. You are partner with this, and I really appreciated them. You know, for that. Luther so that, did that, too. that yeah. gave you the blessing. And I was getting ready to say that, Kevin. That's the second thing you mm. pulled from my mind today. I was going to say mm. that you not only had the blessings of your brothers, you also had the blessings of Luther Vandross. Yeah, yeah. He, he 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 guided me through it and told me not to worry. You know, Al said, "Don't worry, we'll be okay." Because I was I was really concerned about the guys, but mm-hmm. I also knew that this was a great opportunity, and um and I knew that Harry, being like you said, they were back together. You know, so I knew they were going to be okay. <laughs> they didn't yeah. they didn't needed to record that. That next album, which they did with Hush, and and the rest is more 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 um history came about from that. Yeah. Yes, but Absolutely. let's go back. Let's go back to you for you as an individual for a few. You said when um when you was a youngster, you used to watch them perform. You used to look at the album covers, and you wanted to be a moment. Mhm. Yeah. Um. I mean, I had a lot of singing groups in the neighborhoods that I I grew up in, and I grew up in the Amsterdam houses on um. 64th in Amsterdam in New York City. And, and the village um, of Harlem. That's right. Well, uh, actually, it's not it's not Harlem. Um, it, used to call, it used to be called San Juan Hill back in the day. Um, this is on, this is on 60, 64, right across from Lincoln um, Center. Those are the projects that are right in back of Lincoln, Lincoln Center. And, and I had a lot of groups. I, w- I was always the one forming the bands and the singing groups and doing the choreography. So I, I'd always dreamed of um, of actually, you know, being on stage and doing my thing. Um, are you guys there? Uh oh. Oh, I'm here, Kevin. Okay. Can you hear me? All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh-huh. You want now me to I breathe can. a little louder? You want me to breathe a little louder? No, no, no. <laughs> you know what it sounded like? It sounded like my phone went when I'm dead, but I guess it didn't. Okay. No, um, you're coming in loud and clear. Okay, good, good, good. And so um, from there, I, I just had a lot of, you know, I used to sit on my bed and, and look at that album cover. You know, the one, um, the long one that opens up with you, that album, the one where yes. they had the rhinestones down the leg. That's right, that's right, that's right. <laughs> yes, that album cover, I used to just sit and stare at it, Rafik, and just dream of becoming one of the moments. And, and then one day, um um, my uh, brother, Rick Roberts, who was with the Manhattans, he was the road manager. Um, Al had told Joe Austin that Harry was leaving, um, and they were looking for another lead singer. And so uh, Gerald knew, you know, my uh, Gerald knew of me through my brother. And so um, so he had me go down to audition. And I went to see Al Goodman at their office, and i never forget that, that day. Al, that was when they had the cow- – um, they were in their uh, um, cowboy mode with the uh, boots and all yeah, that kind of stuff. <laughs> yeah. And I came dressed like that because I said, this is how they dress. 
I was following him, please. I mean, you know, so I got dressed like that. And I came in, and and Al told me straight off, he said, man, you're the one. You know, I could sing every song without the uh, keyboard. I knew every song in its key without hearing the actual note. I because I lived those songs, I sang those songs. They were mm. they were part of they were part of me. So um, and that's how it happened, you know. And then three days later, um, I had my first show. Three days later, after that audition, I had, I had the first show was at the Stanley Theater in Jersey City. Mm. Three days later, that was something. Now, what about the at steps? The old, Did you have all, all that the, down too? Yes. Yes, and I was a choreographer before that. You know, um, I've always been a dancer. I went to the School of Performing Arts for drama and dance. So, you know, I've always been, I can always dance. So picking up dance, was that was nothing for me. Um, mm. And in those three days, yeah, I picked up the choreography, and boy, it was great. <laughs> it was great. I can still see that. So it it seems like you will never forget those never forget that first show at the Stanley Theater. Oh, never ever, never ever. Mm-mm. No, no, no. I can still see it. Yeah, I reached my hand down. Huh? I'm sorry. You you touched on um, something that uh, Al, I mean that uh, Billy was talking about a little early when we were talking about the um, the progression of where music is today. When you go in the studio to record, how there are no more musicians. You know, I remember working in a recording studio in Manhattan, and we had to mic every instrument. We had to mic for the singers, and we had to know which mic went for what instrument. And I guess today. Those things have changed because you're not miking for a live band in sessions. No, what you're doing is plugging into a direct. It's a, it's a box called called a direct box, and that direct box plugs right into the board in the in the control room through a slave cable. You know, a long thick cable. <laughs> That's what that is. Yeah, everything is direct, right? And right into the board. But see, you coming to the to the group, whether it was to replace Harry or to sing along with them. You brought passion. You brought that human mm-hmm. passion, that love for that music into mm. the group. Is that mm-hmm. passion still transferred in music today? I mean, now I'm not saying that people don't love singing, but I mean, is that passion there? Um, I think it's different, Rafika. Yeah, I believe it's there. You know, I, I believe, it, yeah, the romantic passion, um, it, it's all in the lyric, as we know, and it is in the delivery, as we know. Um, I think some artists today are still passionate about it, but I think I think that some have gotten. I, I think love and you know true romance and love are kind of confused with sex and and a good time, mm-hmm. you know. Um, and that that to me is where it gets it gets out of whack. Mm. As far as the passion goes, you know, um, when I'm on stage and I'm singing those songs that Al Goodman and Harry Ray and all of those cats wrote, it's because of the what the lyric is saying yes. that gives me the opportunity to become that that particular actor, which the which the script dictates uh, romance, uh, you, you know, um, but you know, it all kind of what I'm the with you. Is yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah you yeah, said you said the there's a confusion. You said there's a confusion mm-hmm. between the sex 
and the romanticism. Mm-hmm. And and yeah. that is that is what I've been trying to translate for the longest time. And that that I think mm-hmm. is the problem because yeah. there is romance. When somebody is saying things like, you know, look at me, I'm in love. You changed my life, you know. I can't remember all the word, the lyrics to the moment songs word for word. My husband, when he um, comes in, my co-host, he's probably going to help me with that. But, you know, the difference between the lyrics and the, the quest for sex right. takes away the passion. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, it becomes a grind. At a that grind. Point. Oh my goodness! You know, just a, yeah, that's what it becomes. You know what I mean? And, yeah. And even though we know back in the day that was the dance we were doing to those records, but <laughs> now, as but, I said yeah. to Billy, I know nothing about that. <laughs> okay. All right. <laughs> well, I mean, that means that you, you and I might be in the same ball apart. You know, there Billy you go. Billy, Billy, Billy. Okay. <laughs> well, listen, Kevin, I've got so much more that I want to talk to you about. Um, we're gonna bounce. To that song, um, Look at Me in uh, French. And then when we come back, um, I want to talk to you a little more about your journey with uh, Luther um, and also what you've been doing um, for yourself. I know you have a gem that you want to drop, and we've got some callers on the line. So enjoy the song, and we'll be right back. All right. Mais n'oublie pas qu'on l'amour 
I put my mic on mute because I knew I'd be singing out loud <laughs> just as I could. <laughs> <laughs> Me too. Woo! That is some song. I think that will go down in the annals of time and the annals of history forever. Um, mm-hmm. You know, what What a legacy, uh, Kevin, for you to be a part of, for you to look at those records and dream. And, you know, some people would say that you are a prime example of what you can do if you put the vision in your mind. <laughs> yes. The power, yeah. the power of your mind. It's really real. And as we get yes. out older older years, you know, that you know, of course how those confirmations just become more and more evident to you. You know, when we're young and out there, we put things in motion and, and we don't even know that we're actually doing that formula with no effort, you know, but then when you get older things get complicated. But you're right. It's all upstairs. That's if it. You can see it, you can do it. You can do it. You can do it. So tell me a little about how you got um, how you got connected with Luther Vandross and what it was like being on the road with wow. him. Wow. Well, you know, um, well, just to start, you know, everything I'm about to say to you, um, well, yes, I've written a book, and it's exactly um, what we're about to talk about. It, uh, it's about my, my 23 years on the road with him. Um, I got with him. Um, I was with a group called Revelation, um, and they were on RSO Records, and then we went to Handshake Records, and we recorded two albums. Um, from Revelation, Revelation was just known as a, one of those groups with some male singers that were just awesome. You know, you always got that group of guys that's like a couple of them sound like females or whatever, but they got these fantastic voices. So mm-hmm. Lisa was keying in on Revelation. He was... He had been listening to Revelation of, as well as all his, his other great um, um, artists that he liked to listen to, and he liked that group because he liked the, the oh, um, vocals. At first, Luther picked a guy named Philip Ballou. Now, Philip was in Revelation with me. Philip was with Luther first. He was with Luther for about two to three years, and then something happened there, and then um, Philip left, and then Luther looked at me, and um, he was on... Um, putting together the uh, 1985 um, The Night I Fell in Love Tour. And mm. that's when I was doing jingles around the city, background jingles, and I was doing sessions. I was starting to get into the session networks around around New York, and that's where I started to see Luther every now and then, you know, and he knew of me and the group, da 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 And then one day I got a phone call <clears throat> from Fonzie Thornton, who's Luther's best friend, um, and he also contracted Luther's sessions for him. And, you know, Bobby told me, hey, man, you know, Luther would like for you to come down and audition to be part of his, his entourage. I said, really? He said, yeah. I said, well, you know I'm with Ray Goodman Brown. So I, he said, well, Kevin Luther really wants you to try out, you know, he knows that you're, that you're good, he thinks that he can use you. <clears throat> so I went back to Al and Billy, and I told them that I got that phone call, and they were like, man. I was like, man. They said, oh, <laughs> man. You know, they were like a little bit because they said, here we go again. You know what I mean? You got so-and-so, so he left. Now somebody's calling you. But anyway, but a couple of days went went by, and Luther called me back, and um, and then Al called me back. And he said, Kev, go do your thing, man. He said, Harry's coming back to the group. You know, we'll be, we'll be on fine. And that's when he, that's what I said earlier when he said, you go. But if you need to come back here, this is your spot anytime you come back. And and that's how I got the group. I went down, auditioned, and um. And I got the spot, you know. Um, 
And then from that point on, the first tour that I did with him was the the Not I Fell in Love tour. And, um, mm. and then from then on, I had been with him for twenty something years. <clears throat> mm. Well, Kevin, when um <clears throat> when when we first began talking, um, Billy and I, being that he's especially since he's uh, receiving the um, or accepting the um, award for Al Goodman, I asked him. Mm-hmm how difficult it is for him um, to perform and to, to, you know, just try to get, walk on that path without those loved ones. And and, and the same for you, because now you have Al Goodman, Harry Ray, and Luther Vandross. Yeah. Yeah, and all of those are rough ones. Um, those are all key people in my life. Um, mm. As far as my entertainment career is concerned, um, number one, I, I got to say, you know, just dealing with those three that you mentioned, I'm going to start with, with Al. No, with Harry first. Harry left the group. Uh, he didn't like me at first. Of course not because, you know, I was a new guy and everybody was saying, man, they don't, they're, not, they're not missing a beat without you. They were, they were kind of messing with them, but they were kind of telling them that uh, 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 Al and Billy are still moving on, and this young guy is holding it down. Mm-hmm. So, so, so you know, Harry had it in for me, you know, hearing that. But after we met, and that's when he was starting to come back, and we were producing his record, I got to know Harry. Mm-hmm. And we got very close. And Harry got to know me. And one day Harry walked up to me, and he said, Kevin, hey, man, you got it, man. If anybody, if I was, if there's anybody that was going to replace me, he said, brother, if it was you, I'd be honored and proud. He said, "You are great at what you do." He said, "You know, and I'm and I'm and I'm proud that it's somebody like you. You know, that meant a lot to me. That was mm. come on, that was one of my heroes telling me, young man, I think that you're good enough to sit here with me. Wow, that meant that meant a lot to me. So absolutely, I, I started with him. Yeah, that." Boy, you don't know what a pat on the back that was. I feel so, it for you. <laughs> <laughs> you know, and then and then Al, when I came in the group, Al, is he was the big brother. He was the big brother to Harry, to Billy, to all of us. Al took care of all of us. Aww. And Al took me up under his wing, and he groomed me. Al taught me how to walk. He said, hey, man, you know, you're already tall. You got the body, man. You got to look. You're handsome. But now you got to know how to wear them clothes, man. You got to know how to strut across that stage. You got to look sexy, man. You know, he taught me all of that, which were key ingredients to be one of the moments. Yes. You know what I'm saying? You you know how they strut back and forth oh, yes. across the stage. Okay. They glide. Glide. <laughs> they glide. And I had to learn to glide. So, Al was that teacher, not only in that way, but many, many ways of the business and how to get around in here. He taught me a lot. That was my big brother. I used to stay at Al's house, you know, um, even up until he passed away because I moved to Georgia and um, and they were still up there. So I would come up if we had a show. I would stay with Al for two weeks at a time, mm. you know, um, just staying with him and Henrietta. And, you know, that was my family. So uh, him and then Luther. All of the great things, you know, I didn't get into all of the years that, see, I didn't, uh, Luther, Luther gave me the privilege of sharing his dressing room with him. Mm. Luther was the type of guy, he came from groups, 
even though he was a soloist, he loved the group uh, 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 um, atmosphere. You know, he he knew he was a soloist, but he thought of himself as being part of a group. So we were his group, and um, and he didn't want to be in that dressing room alone. So he said, "Kev, I got the girls' room, and this is going to be me and you in here, man, and me and you just hang out." And that was for twenty something years. So. I got real close to Luther. We shared a lot of things, you know. I saw him go through a lot, a lot of stuff, and he pulled me up and, and helped me through. You know, it was a great journey. Um, I saw families being blessed. My family was, was a blessed. My life was was a blessed. From all the things that I learned and people I met and the doors that opened for me, and, you know, and, and it's just a blessing that, 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 that I was part that he asked him to be part of that. And and that was, so far, seems like the epitome. You know, there's more to come. God has more coming. Um, but it seemed like, boy, being with him was like the upper echelon of anything that I'd ever done. Mm. Yeah. Mm. You know, Kevin, um, thinking about, um, you know, so many of the iconic singers, who have passed away have left us with these gems, this music that you could listen to, you can sing along to uplift your spirits. And, you know, that is what music is, is all about for us, the consumers, the listeners, the fans who go to the shows and get the experience. But for you and, and Billy and, and artists like you, it's that, it's that experience that you have that is life-changing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because you become, you know, you become the music, and the music becomes you. You know, you. It's like it's all one. You know, it is an experience. It is an experience, a real experience. Um, are you talking about the experience in the industry and on the road? Or, or oh yeah, oh yeah. Music. Yeah, yeah. And, and, yeah. and you and I were talking a little earlier, so I'm not going to let all of the cats out the bag right now. But uh, we do have some callers on the line, and I'm just going to bring in uh, Miss Joanne Gamble from Indiana and let her know. Um, Joanne, your mic is live. If you would like to ask Kevin or speak to Kevin, uh, welcome to the yeah, key. Hello, Miss Gamble. Facebook friend. Hello, hello. Bless you. <laughs> oh, good to hear your voice. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good. I'm angry with you. I have something to catch up with you. And I know. so I've got to say hello for 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 our friend Lee Alley also. <laughs> yes. How is he? He's great. He's mad at you and me. I, I know. I know. There's a lot of folks mad. I know. I know. I'm trying to keep up. <laughs> That's okay. I you know I'm just Rakifa. Thank you so much, sweetie. You, you're you're doing a service far beyond what well, you know thank you've you done. Man. Thank you. I've and, been in the woodshed, Joanne. That's where I've been. I've been in this woodshed, and I've been really, really working. Well, and, and I know you're working. I yeah. know you're working. I know yeah. it. You know, and yeah. and Billy, you know, I I have to say, um, I've grown with the moment. I've yeah. grown with <laughs> RGB. I, you know, you all are my beginning and my end. When I wake up in the morning and want to go wow. to bed at night, my my I mean, my house and my car is full of it. Okay, I'm true. I am so true to it. And I'm so thankful to God that you all are still doing the best that could be said on this earth. I'm mm-hmm. sorry, and there are a lot of great people out there, but there there is no other RGB. I'm just sorry. You know, you all are the top. Well, thank the you, Joanne. Thank you. We appreciate I that. You I love you. 
and uh, I'm getting ready to go and, see, and listen to someone's Missing Your Love in a little while. I just, just I have all the albums. <laughs> uh, I'm a state, but I am. Okay, I was 16 when, when uh, uh, Love on Two-Way Street came out, yeah, so I'm good. <laughs> but I'm so grateful and thankful that I am able to speak with you guys and share some love with you, and I'm asking God to continue to bless you and raise you all above to continue in those precious footprints that he's already laid before you and more success. I'm waiting for you all to come around the Midwest, but I'll be yes. out really in a minute. Oh, okay. All right. Well, you know, well, you know um, one experience that I want to share before uh, Joanne has to go is um, – uh, you touched a little earlier, Kevin, on the um, the album cover, and when you mentioned the fold out with the rhinestones for with you, I was right yep. there. I remember that. And you know, <laughs> with the, with the CDs, um, you don't ever have that experience, that excitement of going to the record store and flipping through and finding the latest album and picking that album up and holding it in your hands and looking to see what musicians played on that album and even the creative yeah. the creativity of um yes. the album presentation. Yes. That's just gone. That's right. That was part it's, of the that was part the music, the the the, the artwork was synonymous yeah. with the uh with the with the music. Earth right. you could pick all of them, Earth Wind and Fire, you name it. You right. But you know what uh, you, you know what? That's also about what we were talking about the industry and how Musicians are not needed now, and mm. and so everything mm. is electronic and a button, and you push. So all of those cats that were skilled that can play drums, play guitar, play horns, they're they're home trying to find a gig. Mm. Yes, that's what's yes. going on. So there's nothing for them to be on, and and yes. and that 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 part home. of that being gone. Yeah. Okay, yeah. here's one. Do you remember picture discs? Picture discs. Ooh, yeah. I yes. remember that those, those big old machines they used to come with. No, when <laughs> when the when the record company would only press up about maybe a hundred to two hundred, and it would be the, an imprint on the vinyl. On that. Mhm. Mhm. And they right. were collectors' the items. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Okay. Have, okay. Let me tell you, I have a Ghostbusters. It's red with the white ghost, and he glows in the dark. Uh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, I got I got another one. I had one of Prince on the motorcycle, the forty five. Oh, it was a okay. cutout. It was a cutout of the motorcycle, and it played. Yes, it did. It was a single. Yes, it wow. did. Wow. Oh up. yeah. <laughs> you gave it all away. Ain't nobody got to say nothing. You just gave it all away. Okay, guys, you all were talking about music and romance and love and changes over the years. Uh When guys sing, when you sang, when when you all perform your music, those lyrics and the harmony and the music, if you weren't in love, you will be in love at that time, and after that you will look for somebody to love. Your life... Mm -hmm. Saying what life was about and how to love someone and how loves come to you and how to treat someone in a love right. and how to be a a star or or a flower. You actually, it's like giving birth to a child. You all That's gave right. birth to love. And you and know romance. what, Joanne? How I always thought about because you know I'm from church and all that, and I grew up, and you know there were some conflicting things. 
but, you know, God put it on my heart because of the type of music that I sing and the passion that I feel and the, and the part that I am a loving person and I do love hard and I do mean what I say when I, when I, when I um, um, sing that it's like a ministry to me. Every mm-hmm. night, every night there's a marriage that's healed. There's somebody that comes up to us and says, you know, man, me and my lady was on the outs, but, man, you know what, man, everything is good, man. Thank you. And they... They grab your hand and they squeeze that hand. That's mm-hmm. telling you you help save something, and you that's do. where and I always feel. Mm-hmm. It's like a ministry. Feel. Yes, it is. That's where you, I see you, it. It's, it's a healing ministry. It's it's very healing, very cathartic, and it helps. Like it's yes. like you all plant a flower, plant mm-hmm. a plant, a seed, and it it generates and it grows. And here we are, forty five years later. And you yes. all are still pushing and going strong, and it's Amen. still a whole club that's being developed. My son is 37, and he still comes home and gets my, my 45 and my albums. We have to fight. Wow. But he knows love. He knows that real love. Mm-hmm. And that's the, and that's the that's difference in everything that we're talking about, the music and the, and the portraying of it and everything. Well, um. Joanne and Kevin, I want you to hold the line. We have another caller. Um, J.R. Strong is on the line. J.R. is one of the hosts in Keys 107. He does Hood Rich Magazine. Uh, yeah, get off your other line, brother. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I hear him. All right, I'll be back there. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> God bless how you guys doing, brother. Um, brother James and Mr. Kevin Owens, I just want to say welcome to the Keys 107 I know you don't recognize my voice. I was a fly on the wall in the studio with you, with Lisa Fisher. Let me oh, see if you God. remember. She was doing her song. Um, I think, what is it, Can, can You Feel the Rain or uh, something? To yeah, that matter of fact, we were, in a, we were in a studio in Freehold, New Jersey, with Mr. Earl Toon and Mr. Lloyd Price. Wow. Um, and I believe Randy wow. Weber was not who the engineer was. I believe his name was Mark. You but I was your driver for like a week. So you I got to sp- Yes, sir. I got to spend a whole, like, two weeks with you in the studio as the fly on the wall. <laughs> I remember that. You know, I never forget that. Because that was like, if you, you want to talk about artistry, <laughs> you two, um, of course, the late, great Mr. Luther Vandross. But... Yourself and Miss Lisa Fisher, I fell in love with that woman, first of all. And um, I would say I had a bromance with you, okay? okay <laughs> because right. you. the art, the art that you guys, I mean, the, the, the creativity and your voices and, and just how you guys operate, the way you sing and, and, and bring out what you bring forth, man, is so beautiful. And I'm just so happy to see that you're still today still doing it at the level that you are doing what you're doing, and I just want to say thank you. Wow, I know you don't remember the big fat guy that was driving the blue van. <laughs> okay. Wow. Oh, my goodness. And welcome to the... I remember all of that. It was one night we were in there late. I remember that night. Yeah. We were yes. nothing happened. I was like, oh, I remember that. I remember Yes, that. yes, yes, sir. And, I, I mean, I really thank God for, for, for Earl, Earl Toon, who who had me there, you know, and, and it was like, uh, I mean, it wasn't even like
like I was a driver. I was like family because everything was yeah. family oriented. Everybody, you know, we just had it, it, the camaraderie and just the the whole vibe of being in this. I really got that experience of what it's like to be in the studio and see how the recording procession or a process really supposed to go down with quality individuals. Mm-hmm. Thank you for that, because oh, look where I am right now. I'm a producer on the Keys 107 Network. I see, yes. And it's a hot ah. one, too. Wow. You got wow. Welcome, on. welcome, welcome, and I'm so happy right Thank now. Thank you. Thank you so much, brother. Thank you. Well, well, Kevin, um, we're going to go to a song, and I'm going to let, um, I'm going to ask uh, Joanne if she would introduce this song, Happy Anniversary. Oh. Are we ready? We're ready. Okay, ladies and gentlemen, we'd like to bring to you one of the world's greatest love songs, one of the most romantic tunes written today. Happy Anniversary by Ray Goodman Brown, a.k.a. The Moment. Here we are. Let's work on a new song. Okay, yeah, the anniversary thing? Yeah, 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 man. Yeah, that sound good. What I got doing? the second tenor. I got the top. Okay, you got the top, though? Yeah. All right, take the bass, all right? Let's go. Let's go. Let's move the side. Hey, man, that sure sound good. Yeah, I like that, buddy. Yeah, it really sound good, man. Hey, man, you still have. Hey, man, what about the bass, man? Always. Okay, I'll tell you what, then. Let's do it again. One more time. Right, I'm still pissing now. Still All right, come on. Funny how time flies. Another year has come and gone. And we're still together. With a love so very strong So while we're celebrating like this We'll think a toast to the years to come Cause if anyone deserves To stay together out of this
Unlocking the doors to unlimited possibilities. Mike is on, and um, I I just wanted to say uh, thank you very much for taking some time to come to us uh, and speak about your your journey with Ray Goodman and Brown and touch a little bit on your journey with Luther Vandross, and I know you have an announcement that you're just going to give us a tease because I know you're not fully ready, but go ahead. Well, the book called So Amazing, um, my 23 years on the road with Luther Vandross is going to be released on August 16th. So um, and you'll be able to uh, to see the book and, and read some excerpts at uh, soamazingthebook.com. Very simple, soamazingthebook.com. You'll be able to go there as of August 16th. And um, and again, it's it's the story of all those 23 years out on the road, um, all of the ad- adventures, how we did it, how he did it, all of the things that you've heard, all of the conflicts, you know, those little skirmishes that you heard about. Well. I got the bottom line, <laughs> so, and I'm excited about that. And there's also something that we're working on uh, right after that. Of course, you know, once there's a book, then, of course, you want to do a musical. All right, so, you know, that's in the wings as well, and we're starting to put things together for that. Um, and Reagan McBrown has a new single coming out. So all of this, again, will be on that website, and um, and we'll be back on uh, the Keys Blog Talk Radio to talk about all of it. Well, you have a home, just as Billy has a home here, and I know that when when Billy comes back, um, maybe um, Ice will come along, 
and join yeah. the conversation and talk to us about his experience um, with Ray Goodman and Brown on tour today. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. That, yeah, Ice has been with the group for 28 years. Wow. Yeah, yeah. As as I was leaving, you know, they they wanted a like a support vocal in there because Harry was, was um, there, but they wanted another vocalist for that other note. And uh, and I had been singing with uh, uh, um, Larry Ice Winfrey for many years because we had a group called Daybreak, mm-hmm. um, you know, back in the day. So I suggested him, and they they heard him, and they they took him. And I was like, yay! I was like, thank you. It was like a solid. So, and he's always wanted to sing professionally, and God, you know, his wish came through. His prayer was answered. Well, we have a special treat, um, Kevin. And thank you so much for sending us all that music. But um, we have a special treat here on the Keys 107. As we are talk radio, we really don't get into playing too much um, music. But today is special, and it's special because of the legacy and and all of the gems that Ray Goodman and Brown has left has left left us. Um, yeah. My co-host, who is very silent today, is just, you know, he gets into that bag, and he is one of the moments, you know. Um, he sings <laughs> to his heart's desire. You know, we are singing family, although we're not professional, and I know we are just mimicking many other families um, in, in the world, not just the United mm-hmm. States, but in the world, who love your music and who are inspired by your music. You know, I think I hear my co-host. Yes, you hear me. I'm here. Well, I just uh, want to say to the uh, to the Ray Goodman and Brown family, the Moments family, that guys like me from back in the day just want to thank you, you know, for mm-hmm. allowing us to uh, keep our mouth shut, be smart enough to know that you knew how to say it better. So, Fika, <laughs> you know. Like, if we wanted to, we wanted to approach a girl. We just throw on the moment to say, "I want to know your name, What's your name, sweet baby." <laughs> and, 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 and then everything went good from that point on. Or, or just carry the album cover. Just carry the album cover around with you, right? Right. That's what it was about. That's what it was about. So we we know. Um, Today, it is for us a honor and a privilege to have you on our radio uh, show. And again, we are a network of uh, actually 13 shows strong, and we're very proud of the work that we've been doing. But it's moments like today that is special for us because, uh, as I shared with Rafika, I got that feeling last night after listening to the songs. It just took me back, and I was like, wow, what a special Mm. era of music. Mm. And um, I have just one question because I really want to just play music, but I have a question for you, and okay. it is, you you know, you've been blessed to to play some of the, uh, some of the greatest songs in R&B and soul music as well as pop, but if you had a playlist of five songs or artists other than your own group, Ray Goodman and Brown, what would be in your playlist from that era? Earth, Wind, and Fire. Mm. Uh, oh, you mean just into just music? Period. Not not classic soul singing group. Just period, right? Music period. Well, you know what? Okay. You can even get specific because if you said Earth, Wind, and Fire, I'm thinking you're thinking reasons or devotion. I, I don't right. know what to tell you. That's, that's <laughs> where I am. Exactly. That's because that's where. I, okay. Well, that's. That's one. The Temptation. 
Mm-hmm. Um, um, uh, uh, Smokey Robinson and the Miracle. Mm. Um, oh wow, I had so many that uh, the Delphonics, the Moments, yes. the yes. I know. All of those inspired me. Every single tenor, every tenor on the planet inspired me. Wow. You know, some more than others, but wow. Wow. Yes, it's brother. Fun. I, you know, it it is just a wonderful era of music where we actually heard real singing, and mm-hmm. so you remind us of that, um, and it's a good reminder because hopefully maybe there'll be an evolution in music, and we can return back to the pureness of harmonies, um, two parts and three part mm-hmm. harmonies, and lyrics that had substance. Yeah, you know? yeah, I pray so. But amongst all this technology and them altering states and altering everything, tones and vibrations and pitches. Oh, mm-hmm. I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm praying hard about that one. Yes, sir. <laughs> yes, sir. Yes, well, sir. You know, those of us that are here, we just got to keep passing it on, um, the best way that we can, and mm-hmm. and that's what I, that's what I want to do. Because along with this book and the and the play, there's a foundation where I'm going to give out scholarships. Mm. Uh, academic and music, and, it, and it's called the LV Achievement Award and the LV Humanitarian Award. So that's the that's the giving back part to keep the education going in real music, analog music. I also right. have a school called So You Want to Be a Star, and that's like a, a artist development where we, you know, take the artist and we teach them how to speak at interviews, uh, teach them harmony. A lot of them can't sing harmony. Yeah. A lot of a lot of these people that you see with these records. You put them in a, with a group of people. Huh? You'd be like, huh? Mm. How did they do that? But that's what they're doing. They're getting these kids in the studio. They're saying, sing it. It's messed up. And they'll say, oh, don't worry about that. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to put it through the harmonizer, and we're going we're gonna, to we're gonna fix you right up. So, <laughs> <laughs> until we get past that, then you know what we have to do. Yes, yeah. sir. Yes, sir. But again, yeah. we appreciate you and appreciate your whole family. You know, and that, um, you know, listen, a lot of us have to give credit to the fact that we got wives and children because Amen. of the music double aid. You know what I mean? So uh, yeah. we definitely, oh, yeah. uh, we we know where y'all coming from. So my thing in the backdrop today was just to listen in because I'm going to play the music and give us a special exclusive lover's mix, a moment with Ray Goodman and Brown. On the Keys 107 network, so we're gonna do that in a little while. But my brother, you stay strong. May may God bless you and keep you you and continue doing what you're doing. Bless you too, and bless you, Rafika. Thank you, thank you for having me. Thank you for having us. Absolutely. And what song are we taking this out with, James? uh, Special lady. Well, we could do special lady. Uh, We can definitely (laughs) do special lady. But I'm gonna tell you, y'all hold on because. There's at least 10 more songs to come behind that, and that's special. But we're going to start it off with Special Lady, and here we go. And we're going to play those songs back to back. All right. No interviews, no talking. Just hang the whole line. And if you feel like singing, Kevin, by all means. Oh, so it's live, huh? Because you got me sitting on top of the world. Sitting on top of the world Somehow I knew It would be It would be To 
Urban Network Special with your host, Sister Rafika. And just remember, if your blog talk radio is not on the Keys 107 Network, well, your blog talk radio just ain't on.
You're listening to an exclusive Keys 107 Love and Fix with the moment with Ray Griffin and Brown. Sunday was a bright day yesterday. Just ain't on. 